Ooh, what's up, Internet? My name's David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. We get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. That is right. Welcome back to the Friday edition of the Nightly Morning Show, our 25th episode. Yeah. Wild. It doesn't feel like that many. Is it 25 or is it 20? No, I'm pretty sure it's 25 because oh, last wow. week was a month. Wow. Yeah. What a journey it's been. Yeah. I like it is one of those things where it really doesn't feel like that many. Mm -hmm. It feels like we've maybe done this for like a week or two. Totally. When totally. it's been like five weeks now. That's so crazy. Isn't that wild? It's so crazy to think that. I know. Yeah, because it, it, it's been a blur. Like, it's really passed very quickly. Yeah, and it's 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 just super fun. Like, you know, it's like, uh, it's, our, it's our routine now. Mm -hmm. And we love it. Yeah, I also think that November is just moving real quick. Yeah, so October was so busy for us. Yeah. I was very happy when November rolled around. I was like, great, we don't have a ton going on this month. We're moved <laughs> in. It's going to be nice and chill. We'll have lots of time to, like, get stuff done. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, November has also been busy. Yeah. Um, although we, we are, um, <clears throat> we do get a little bit of time off this weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, after we finish today, we are going to Niagara, uh, for the night, just to relax and yeah. um, chill. So you probably won't see us online a ton. Um, my parents are in, ta in town uh, for my stepdad's birthday. And we were trying to figure out something fun that we could do that's COVID friendly. And we figured like being outside and looking at a waterfall is safe. Yeah. Right? Because uh, we, you know, we're, we're trying to, we're trying to be very careful about COVID guidelines. And we're, you know, we are in that group of people who are like, this isn't over yet. You still have to be safe. You don't yeah. want to get this disease. Uh, wear a mask, uh, go to nerdynightly.redbubble.com uh, nerdy and buy a Nerdy Nightly or Claris mask. A little plug right at the top yep, of the show. we have masks, guys. But wear a mask. Um, and uh, we wanted to celebrate uh, my stepdad's birthday because he deserves it. He's a good dude. Yeah. And so we're going to go to the falls. I've never seen Niagara Falls before. It's Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I've been there um, twice in my life. No, three times in my life technically, but one was for a gig. Um, so oh. I, was, I didn't actually go to the falls or anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I was in Niagara. Um, but uh, once, yeah, I went once with my family when I was younger. Um, I remember them distinctly. And then I went once, uh, probably like five or six years ago, I think, when I, um, probably, no, more like four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, it's 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 a, just a really nice outdoor thing to do. There's no like pressure. Uh, the only... The only thing is sometimes if it's like foggy or misty out, you can't really see the falls. So we're, we're hoping for some, some good weather. Laser Gunner in the chat wants to know if we're going to go barrel riding. Uh, no. That, no. That. I would do it. No. I, I would rather not? live. What's the worst thing that could happen? Death. Sure. Sure. Um, uh, Bad Hiding Place in the chat also mentions, I got a mask promoting the local NHL team. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. It is very... I don't want to say funny because it's a the, you know <laughs> COVID is a terrible situation, but I it is noticeable to me how quickly the mask industry sprung up. Oh yeah! Like every mm. single I mean we yeah. have them we sell masks we sell like, masks you can get nerdy masks you can get sporty masks you can get like yeah literally anywhere you go everyone is on the ball with that and oh yeah as they should like on you'd kind of almost be dumb if you didn't capitalize on that because mm -hmm. everybody need like you're you're gonna make money from it so do it 
Um, everyone needs them. Yeah, everyone everyone needs them, and um, yeah. And honestly, if you're looking for a super comfy mask, Uniqlo. Uniqlo's Airism masks yeah. are the best. They're really light. Yeah. Um, if you have a smaller head like me, they're a little bit big. Like I find when I breathe, the fat, like the fat, it doesn't it doesn't stretch taut. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I, if I'm walking fast and I'm breathing heavier, it does kind of like move the fabric, but like just for like wearing, they're Hmm. really nice and light and comfy and solid. Mm -hmm. Um, Yek Nam sees in the chat says my mom and grandma make my mask, which is so incredible. I I just want to say to all of the people out there who stepped up within their own communities to make masks, particularly, um, oh, (gasps) Dill Pickle, pickle, thank you for the biddies. Thank you so much. He's gay. No, he's gay. He's He's blind. blind. Um, Thank you for the biddies. We appreciate that, Dill. Um, I want to say a huge shout out to um, the the stage community, the the theatrical community. There were a lot of costume shops across the United States and Canada who stepped up and started making masks in their costume shops uh, in uh, response to the pandemic. And I've had the pleasure uh, to work with costume people my whole life, uh, the best wardrobe people in the world. And uh, they are... Wardrobe people are some of the kindest, least talked about people in the industry of mm-hmm. arts. And I just want to say a huge shout out to them. And, you know, um, yeah. actors are always grateful to you. And everyone else should be too, because you're wonderful, wonderful beans. Yeah, 100%. Um, shall we start the show? Shall we start talking about some nerdy stuff? Yeah, let's get into the news. All right, you all. We got some fun news yesterday. Yeah. Uh, title story first. You know, we try and do our title story first, just so Absolutely. that everyone who wanted to hear the title story can click off and not listen to the rest of the episode. Yeah. It, um, it literally happened right after yesterday's show. 24 minutes after it uploaded to YouTube. We got the news that on Disney Plus, we are getting WandaVision, which we knew, but we now know when we're getting it. Do you know the date? January. Uh, oh. oh, no. What? Oh, no. What? I don't know either. You literally said it. I'm this kidding. Morning. I know it's oh, January fifteenth. I, like, I was like, it's it's in the January teens area. <laughs> the January teens. That sounds like a great band name. The January hey, teens. Do you want to go see the January teens? Are playing down at the Beacon, man. Um, yes, we are finally getting Wandavision, and not only are we getting Wandavision, we're finally getting our first official MCU show. It, previously, we have had many MCU shows, uh, Agents of Shield was an MCU show, but then became not an MCU show later. We got Mm -hmm. the uh, Netflix shows, which originally were MCU shows, and then later became not an MCU show. Um, (laughs) I don't really understand. Like... Well, but like, in so in in the first season of Daredevil, Mm -hmm. they talk about the incident, which is the Chitauri attack on New York City from the Avengers movie. And like, there's like, street art of the Hulk and stuff. So he exists. And in the world of the Netflix show, the Hulk did destroy Harlem like he did in the Incredible Hulk movie, but the MCU movies do not recognize the Netflix series. And now that those are done and the rights are about to revert back to Marvel, that's probably why. Yeah. Um, But Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. also began as like, we're tied into the MCU. Sif showed up, you know what I mean? Like, and then throughout the series, they were like, eh, it's not really... Okay. But so, WandaVision will be the first official MCU show. Okay. Which I believe cannot be retconned out of the universe because it will tie directly into Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness movie. Which, gotcha. Um, Great. Okay. Wanda is set to appear in. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And yeah, are you excited for WandaVision? Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. It looks, um, it, like the concept of it, the idea looks really cool. Um, and I really like thrillers, which is kind of what it looks like it's going to be. Mm-hmm. In a sense, like a, a psychological thriller with superheroes, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, um, my, my, my favorite show for a while before season two came out was Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I feel like WandaVision is going to have a, a little m- more of those grittier vibes because we hmm. know Disney plus is open to having a, a bit more adult content, mm-hmm. you know, like the Mandalorian is gritty in in a yeah. in a sense right and um and everyone's very upset about baby yoda's actions last week yeah I, that's a whole other thing um i yes i do love doctor strange but yeah i uh i really really like jessica jones and it kind of feels like a similar like feel to the show mm-hmm. not like concept or anything like that you know obviously it's like it's it's very it'll be less like, adult than jessica jones yeah, 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 it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be less adult in that sense, but still have that like weight to it, mm-hmm. um, which I think I'm really excited to watch how they deal with that. Yeah, it's interesting to see the the, the trailer that came out a month ago mm-hmm. uh, and the way that it kind of dealt with Vision and particularly the moment with Vision um, and Catherine Hahn at the car where she's like, "Am I dead?" and he's like, "Why would you ask that?" and she's like, "Because you are," and that moment in the trailer is such a you're like. That that moment in the trailer was where I was like, oh, this is going to be like a messed up, weird thing to watch. Mm-hmm. That's also, But it is also a sitcom, right? Because you have Kat Dennings, um, who is obviously in the Thor movies, but was on um, Two Broke Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the mom from um, that 70s show, whose name I can't remember at the moment. You have Catherine Hahn. Like, these are like comedic... These are all women. Um, the, the main cast of this is almost all women. Mm-hmm. Um, and those three women in particular are three comedic, like, powerhouses. Yeah. Um, Catherine Hahn is one of the funniest human beings on the planet. Yeah. And so it is just, it's a very interesting, um, it's going to be a very interesting show that they're building here. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited to see this show have a very strong, like, um, female perspective and point of view from the, yeah. a variety of its cast members. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to know that on top of all of that, we're also going to get Monica Rambeau, grown up the the second captain marvel um who we met as a child in the captain marvel movie Mm -hmm. uh to know that we're going to get her as well and that one shot of her in uh the trailer just looking directly into the camera um with just like the fringe of her suit uh is is really 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 fascinating and deborah joe rupp right that's that i believe that's the mother from thank you capy archer in the chat (laughs) um she's incredible yeah, you know, uh, and the mom in the mom in that seventy show is one of those like iconic mother characters to me from yeah. television, and to see her kind of bringing that sensibility back is really exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a huge that seventy show fan. I, I loved that show. Me and my my older sister watched like every episode together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I'm really excited for the show. I think it looks great. I think that for the MCU, for this to be their first show is really interesting because yeah. it's very much not the MCU. Um, the MCU gets a complaint about um, that the, the, there is a tonal consistency that rides really hard through the entirety of it, right? Yeah. And this does not feel like anything in the MCU, and yeah. yet the characters look right, and the, the the it looks like it'll fit in perfect as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think that's why I kind of get that 
Jessica Jones vibe from it. Mm -hmm. Because that was how I felt about that show. It wasn't like... It, it didn't get like MCU vibes from it. Definitely not. You, no, like Woo. not. <laughs> no. <not. laughs> Woo, guys! Yeah. If you haven't seen season one of Jessica Jones, you're 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 sleeping on something good. Yeah. Um, that. Yeah. Mhm. <laughs> yeah, but I'm really excited. I I I was I thought we got a new trailer uh, yeah. yesterday because uh, the announcement for the date came out as a video. Thank you, Logie. The announcement for the date came out as a video. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, great, we have a new trailer. We're going to watch it today. And it, it's not really a new trailer. Just a teaser. Just a little teaser. You know. It's fine. It, it, I think the timeline is smart, though. Because when I saw January 15th, I was kind of like, oh, I thought it was going to be this year. But then I realized that they it's, have Mandalorian going until mid-December. And this year is almost over. Yeah. And then, like, that, the, the, the you don't want to be putting out your show over the, over the New Year's. So, like, Mandalorian will end, I believe, December 14th, um, around then, or December 18th, and then you'll have... Yeah, yeah. You'll have the holidays, you won't have to worry about a show, and then, you know what, January, it's gonna be cold, everyone's gonna be inside, Yeah. and this is gonna drop, and I think that this is gonna be a really, like, I think people are gonna love having this, you know? Because mm -hmm. I, I don't know what else is coming in January. Are they releasing it one episode at a time? I do not know. Okay, yes, uh, we're not sure about they, that. They have with everything else on Disney Plus, so I'd be surprised if they didn't. Yeah. Uh, when is it coming out? Dill Pickle. It's coming out January fifteenth, two thousand twenty-one, which is much sooner than it seems. It's, here's the thing: twenty twenty only has like six more weeks. Left. That's so wild. Six or like seven. I have more weeks. so much Secret Santa shopping to do. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Christmas shopping, guys! I, I, I have, love Christmas. I have two Secret Santas that I'm in. Well, what you, well, you heard it here first, folks. The the news. You heard it here first. David is behind on his Christmas shopping for the 28th year in a row. <laughs> Wait, you've been Christmas shopping since you were a year old? I was Christmas shopping in the womb. I was on wow. Amazon on my um my womb phone mini and um <laughs> the original Apple device. All right. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Seems I, legit. I, I, nerdy Nightly merch. Guys, we need Christmas gifts. <laughs> the, the womb, if you need, if you need Christmas. <laughs> nerdy Nightly merch. Truly, though. Truly. I though. would love if it was like the Nerdy Nightly phone. It's only for in utero fetuses. Yeah, you need to stop. You need to stop right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why that's so on. funny to we're me. We're moving on. Guys, if you need Christmas I gift ideas. The Nerdy Nightly merch store has some some good ones. I'm broken. I'm very upset about that. Speaking of upcoming comic book related releases, Warner Brothers is apparently considering moving the release of Wonder Woman 1984 Oof. to HBO Max. Yeah, yeah, oh. they are talking about uh, releasing it on HBO Max or moving it to the summer of 2021. How would you feel about an HBO Max release? Um, I'd be upset because I couldn't watch it. Like, we don't have HBO Max in Canada. Oh, right. It, it's literally, if they if they put it on HBO Max, it's going to be for the United States only, pretty much. That, you know what? They would have to release it elsewhere, though. Yeah, like, they, it would have to be, but then... But how would they do that? They would either have to make oh, HBO Max. Oh, it would be on Max. Crave is what uh, Yek Namsi says. In Canada, it would be on Crave. So we would get Crave. Okay, but here's the thing. If you're in the United States and you... My thought was that 
Okay, you put it on HBO Max to incentivize people to sign up for HBO Max because mm-hmm. why else would you? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can just go get it on Crave, they're just gonna go over to Crave and and sign up for that instead. But they don't have Crave in the states. They don't. Oh, you don't. Have no, Crave, Crave is only in Canada. Only in Canada or elsewhere in the world? I don't know if it's elsewhere in the world, but there is a Crave. There is no such thing as Crave in the states. So okay, Crave. Crave is like. Um, for those of you who don't know that if because a lot I know the majority of our listeners are in the states in Canada Crave is a is a Canadian way to watch HBO right okay um Justan says uh Capiarch in the chat says HBO is an add-on for Crave for $20 so you would need to spend $20 for the HBO Max side and then most likely they would follow I would assume they would follow Disney's model with Mulan and charge an extra premium for one I don't think they would no, you don't think so? Here's the thing, and I, I think that this would be brilliant. I think releasing Wonder Woman on HBO Max would be smart, and here's why. HBO Max released to some news, to some to some intrigue, and then they immediately went, and coming to HBO Max, the Snyder Cut. And everyone went, okay, cool, well, I guess I'll get HBO Max when the Snyder Cut comes out, because that's something I actually care about. Mm-hmm. I have not heard any cool... HBO Max stories. I have not heard a lot of hype or buzz about HBO Max. And so I kind of am... I, From my position, I wonder how well HBO Max is doing. And I just don't see the... Oh my gosh, I can't stop hiccuping. I I just don't see them having the market share right now. I don't see them having the the interest. And I think that they could. I, I really think that they could. They have a lot of great properties, but they're just not putting anything out on HBO Max that's... Yeah, um, somebody yeah, earlier was shifting sands in the region. Do you think relations with the north may change? Um, I would be surprised if they do. Uh, for everyone listening to the audio podcast, we just got rated with 193 viewers. 93 people have just popped into the nightly morning show. Here come all the Daniel Sloss fans. Daniel Sloss, good morning. Welcome to the nightly morning show. In. Um, yeah, for those of you who are stopping on why. <laughs> This has never happened before. <laughs> this has never happened before. Um, a slight so this is <laughs> There's going to be so many followers. So many alerts for the audio Rain. podcast. Hey Steph, thank so you for the follow. Sorry. Um, thank you guys so much. Welcome on in. The Slossage, thank you for the follow. Participation. Guys, thank you so much for the raid. Oh my goodness. I hope you had an incredible stream. Um, we are doing our morning show. Participation? Participation. Participation. I, I don't. Rain. <laughs> we might not be able to release the release. This may not as come out as an audio podcast. Um, Kate, you did this? Kate, how did, how did you rain. do this? Wait, Kate, how did you do this? Slight chance of some Thank you for enabling three second slow mode, uh, Dagon. Detective Giles, thank you for the follow. Everyone, we're currently it's talking rain. about. Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about HBO Max and Wonder Woman. Should Wonder Woman 1984 go to HBO Max? I say it should. It's rain. Um, 
a slight chance of some participation. Well, Kate, um, participation, thank you so much. For, thank you so much. And um, it's thank rain. you for bringing your community over. A wow. slight oh, chance of some participation. Oh, my goodness. Can, yeah, can you turn off the Yeah, I'm going to have to turn off. Sorry, y'all. Uh, it's, it's just going to. Rain. Yeah. It's just going to keep going. And as much as we love y'all. Participation. <laughs> First of all. First of all. Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for bringing your community over. Second of all, guys, thank you so much for all the follows and all the interest. Uh, it uh, it truly is fix it. incredible. Thank you, guys. Um, yes, thank you so much. Uh, I'm Marielle. This is David. We are in the middle of our nightly morning show mm -hmm. um, where every uh, Monday to Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern, we, uh, we do an hour-long news show. Yep. Nerdy news. So we, you know, wake up, grab our tea, grab our coffee, and um, just, yeah, chat about nerdy stuff. So welcome on in, guys. I've never had to put slow mode on chat before. This I've, is wild. I've never seen a rate of 193 people I have, before. No, no. <laughs> this is... This is um, um, Y'all are uncomfortably beautiful. Oh, Jesse Jonah, thank you for oh, that. Oh, thank you. That's thank you. That's so sweet. Um, y'all, we are talking about Wonder Woman 1984. Yes. Um, so here's the thing. What I was saying before, oh my god, there's so many people it following. It just keeps going. Thank you, guys. Oh my god. Yeah, essentially, James Sutton, we are Troy and Abed in the morning, except yeah. we're both white, uh, which makes this immediately less interesting. Yeah. Um. 100%. <laughs> we are far less interesting. Uh, but, you know, the nerd news is interesting. Also, everyone is less interesting than Donald Glover. Let's, yeah, let's be the honest man about is, that. Let's, let's just be very clear. Let's be very clear. The man is legendary. The man is one of the most creative people in the world right now. Yeah. And I am here for everything he makes. Like, yeah. truly every single thing he makes. Yeah. Um... Including that solo TV show. I need it. Or no, sorry, the Lando TV show. Yeah. I need it. Yeah, I, I am all it. about that. Um, I think that the move for, nine, for Wonder Woman 1984, mm -hmm. let's let's start the, sh you know. We're, we're in the show. <laughs> we're, we're back, we're back. Uh, the move for 1984 to go to HBO Max would be really, would be really smart because the, the, if you're looking for, to get your DC audience on that um, platform, which yeah. they are, they absolutely are. There's a reason they're making Green Lantern for HBO Max. There's a reason yeah. they moved all the DC Universe shows over there. Um, there's a reason, you know, uh, there's a reason Snyder Cut is going there. They know that there is a huge international fan base yeah. for DC comic book television and movies. Yeah. And if you put the Snyder Cut out there next year, mm -hmm. people are going to sign up for that. But if you put Wonder Woman out at the end of this year, mm -hmm. if you make, hey, spend your Christmas with HBO Max and watch Wonder Woman 1984, yeah. the number of people that you will have who will sign up to do that is mm -hmm. huge. Well, and I was actually very excited for Wonder Woman as a Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. um, like we don't really have uh, Christmas plans in that sense because it's COVID times. You never know what's going to happen. And so yeah. we, um, we, we... I mean, I at least, I was very, very excited uh, for uh, a movie like this to come out for Christmas. And if it can still come out for Christmas on HBO Max, I, like, I completely understand. I completely understand that choice. Mm -hmm. uh, I would stand behind it. Um, I definitely think, though, that they have to make it available outside of the States. Yeah. Um, what, so if Canada, that's Crave going to but, HBO. But on that, it is interesting that the... Um, the movie theaters here are still open. 
Um, the everything like the movie theaters in certain countries are still open. Yes. So there is a world where we got Tenet in Canada early than the states. We yeah. were able to watch Tenet a week earlier here. Yeah. Um, and we saw it before it came out in the states. There is a world where Wonder Woman opens in theaters in some places and is in the states is only on HBO. Yeah. Or not? Yeah. Uh, in uh, yeah HBO Max. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I think that there is a world where they use HBO or they, sorry, they use the Wonder Woman release on HBO Max to yeah. build their audience there. Um, and totally. to, to get follows there. At the same time, they release it in theaters internationally and to re- mm-hmm. release it in theaters in um, China. Mm-hmm. You know, try and make up for the box office numbers that they're not going to make in the United States by releasing internationally yeah. while also bolstering their HBO Max. There's kind of a best of both worlds depending on well, I think how for, things are going. And I think for HBO Max, they need mm-hmm. to do something. Um, they Because, yeah, because HBO was like, we, here's our streaming service, and mm-hmm. we're going to have Snyder Cut, and we don't even know really when that's coming out. No, we don't. Like, we don't have a date for that. They are still filming stuff. They are still working on that. It is in progress. And so, as of right now, people don't really have a reason to sign up for HBO Max, and this would give it to them. 100%, yeah. Uh, at, like, as, at, you know, as sad as I would be to not see Wonder Woman in a theater, because mm-hmm. my favorite part about those big budget action superhero movies is that they look incredible on the big screen. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a whole experience that is absolutely incredible. And, um, you know, not getting that kind of sucks. Yeah. But I could 100%. understand it from a business perspective. Can I, just for the chat, uh, would you, would you be comfortable watching the new DC movie on a streaming service. Is that something that you would be comfortable seeing at home or would you be disappointed that it's not in a movie theater? Mm-hmm. Uh, we would love to hear from you about that because, you know, I think this is a personal thing. Yeah. I would be a little bit disappointed right now because we we have a big television in the apartment, but it's not, it's a, not a great TV. It doesn't have a good refresh rate. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so I am... I have a nice television in my storage unit in New York that I need to go get. And so if this were, if this were to be announced that we were going to watch it at home... I would have to go get my TV because I don't want to watch this on a TV that has bad blacks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and some people in the chat are saying, you know, they would much rather be safe about it and like watch it at home w- mm-hmm. and not take a risk and go outside. And I, I totally understand that. Like, I, I, there's also people in the chat saying, um, I, uh, bad hiding place, for instance, is saying like, I don't like going to movie theaters because other people talking and laughing and cell phones. Fair enough. Hey, you I, know what? I get that. Yes, we've all been in that movie where there's somebody around you mm-hmm. and they comment on it. For me, it was Finding Dory. Oh my gosh. And there's always somebody who has to like comment, not like even whispering, but like at like half volume. And you're like, I'm trying to watch, I'm trying to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. And you are very distracting. And I do admit that that does detract from the experience. Um, I honestly, I think... If we had a better TV, yeah. I wouldn't be so disappointed about it. But I've always just loved that theatrical experience. Yeah, me too. Um, I was I was seeing um, Death of a Salesman. Not Death of a Salesman. Um, no. Uh, oh, God. What is what is the, the court case one? The oh, play? To Kill a Mockingbird. To Kill a Mockingbird. Thank yeah. you. I saw that on Broadway, um, the recent one that Aaron Sorkin wrote. Yeah. And there was a man... Um, uh, in this, uh, across the aisle from me, uh, mm-hmm. in uh, the handicap spot in his wheelchair, mm-hmm. and every time he bumped the like um, remote control joystick of his wheelchair, yeah. the, it would like do this whole noise thing as it would boot up, and 
the entire mm, first gotcha. act, I was like losing my mind about because he kept bumping it and kept being like, and I was right. like, oh my god, like, and, and but he was in, you know, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, it's it's a wheelchair, like I'm gonna be fine with it. And then at the intermission started, and his wife turned to him and was like, you know, it has a silent mode. Turn on silent mode. And I was like, yeah, dude, if you know it has a silent mode, I was, I, I went from being like trying to be so understanding to being so mad at this human so quickly. I was like, if you know, if you went into this situation with the knowledge that you didn't have to hear every 15 freaking seconds, why did we all sit through this? I'm so oh my sorry. god. I'm so sorry. And then I was mad at his wife. I was like, you knew the first time it went off that you could have told him to put it on silent mode, but you let an hour and a half act go by where you just <laughs> sat there dare. pissed at your husband instead of just being like, dude. <laughs> oh, I was mad. Guys, silent mode. That goes for your phones as well. Silence your crap. <laughs> if it makes noise. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you need, if you need it, look, if it has to make noise, if, look, if your wife is about to give birth, why are you at the movie theater? But if your wife is about to give birth, fine, leave it on. Maybe be with her. Like, I don't know why you're at the movies. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> or I like a show, like... <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> Sorry, that that's my rant. No, um, you're fine. You're rant fine. of the day. I understand. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of. Uh, uh, there's a lot of different perspectives in the chat, and I I would really I I really appreciate um that there are so many people with so many different views on this movie. There's a lot of people who are saying I would love to watch it at home. Yeah. Um, that's where I prefer, especially now. If you have a really nice OLED TV, if you've got a nice sound bar, if you've Ooh. got a surround sound at home. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> calm down. I'm good. <laughs> I didn't know you're such an audiophile. Um, the uh, there's a lot of people who prefer to watch at home, and like if they yeah. have to go to the bathroom, they can go to the bathroom. They can pause it. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you know, I kind of agree with that. You don't have to pay seven dollars for your popcorn. You know, or sneak popcorn in under your shirt and pretend that you're pregnant. <laughs> yeah, that's what purses are for. Um, I, I I'm, I'm gonna start carrying a purse when I go to the movies. Honestly, yeah. that, no, you don't need to. You got me. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have my Kate Spade. <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to go to horror movies with me. That's true. I won't go to horror movies with you. <laughs> All right. Uh, Y'all, uh, we wanted to talk a little bit today about the PS5 release yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and the Xbox release and where mm. those two um, where those two meet and where they might meet up in numbers, which one is winning. Mm -hmm. And the answer is we will never know. Why? Because Phil Spencer, the head of Xbox, who yesterday I called the CEO, and to this day I still don't know what his job is, but he is the boss of Xbox. The big guy. He's the ex-boss. Um, he... <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to be a father, but sometimes when I speak I am a dad. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, he has said publicly that they are not going to release console sales no matter what. And I, I want to read his quote directly uh, because it's actually I think it's actually very interesting. Mm -hmm. Um um where is it here it is uh i know it seems manipulative and i'll apologize for that but i don't want my team's focus on sales the primary outcome of all the work that we do is how many players we see and how often they play that is what drives xbox um and he also commented that uh no matter what even if the xbox series x or s greatly outperforms the playstation 5 they will not release their sales numbers that seems sus. It does seem sus, especially <laughs> especially when it um, <clears throat> that's it, sus when it seems like there's not really an opportunity for them to. I don't see the Xbox outside the PlayStation Five. No. And based on the trends that we've been seeing in the marketplace, mm -hmm. um, the Xbox has been selling underneath the PlayStation for a while now. The the Xbox is holding steady, but 
the PlayStation is um, the PlayStation is winning the the sales race here, mm-hmm. um, just because of a lot of a lot of reasons. Honestly, can they actually not release their numbers? They can. Yeah, they do not have to legally say that we sold this many consoles, even for like tax purposes and things like that. Well, no, they have to say how much they made in a quarter. Okay. Um, you know, they have to say, they have to be like, we made this much money, but because the company is so large, mm-hmm. they don't have to say like, they don't have to break it down into line items. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, James Sutton in the chat says the idea of console wars contribute to more toxic community. So I'm all for reducing that idea, which, you know what? I have to, I have to agree with. I don't know if that's the reason Xbox is doing that. I, I think they probably just don't want to look like they're underselling compared to the PlayStation because if I'm being honest, my thoughts are that they are not going to do as well. But mm-hmm. hey, if the if the um uh what's the word I'm looking for? If the out if the outcome of that is that it's a less toxic, less competitive community, then great. You know, like yeah. I, I I have personally had people in my communities who get very heated about Xbox versus PlayStation. Yeah. 100%. And, you know, I just... It's not something that I can really understand on that level of, like, um, like vehemently, like, arguing this. Because it's not... It doesn't affect my life personally, mm-hmm. what the numbers are. I'm going to buy what I'm going to buy. I'm going to enjoy what I'm going to enjoy. Um, and, yeah, if, if, we can, if we can reduce that... Um, toxicity in the community then yeah i really i'm not mad about that at all um i also think i think this might be partially a move by xbox to try and get away from numbers particularly related to um they've changed their sales platform yeah you know and so because they're doing this um licensing the system thing where yeah. you pay $25 a month and you get an Xbox Series S. I don't know if that counts as a console sale. Mm-hmm. So I think that they might they might be worried that their numbers would look bad because they can't count the consoles that they're essentially licensing out as sales. Right. And they they would actually hurt the Xbox numbers. I think that what would... If and it they would were, probably hurt <clears> their stocks. Yeah. If they were to release the actual sales numbers... It would look like there aren't a lot of Xboxes being sold. Yeah. Because I think that a lot of people are doing the financing idea. I th- which I think is a great <clears throat> option. A great option, yeah. For sure. Uh, like, I think I think that that is actually very smart of them. Uh, to 20, give $25 a month. $25 a month to have a system, in, to have the Xbox Series S. I know it's not the X, mm-hmm. but to have the Xbox Series S in your house with 100 games on it through the Game Pass is really, it's not a bad, it's not a bad deal, honestly. If you don't have, you know, if that's the way that you want to play games, um, it's, it's really, it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, James Sutton has, says Sony definitely has a leg up over on Xbox in terms of their dedicated fan base. Benji sales on Twitter has done some really good commentary on this trend based on historical sales data. And James, I, I, I agree with you and I agree. I have seen Benji sales tweets and he's, he's done some really good work. It's really interesting. Um, I, I want to say that, like, I am a Sony fan, right? Mm-hmm. I like Sony systems. I like Sony games. I'm a Nintendo fan. Yeah. I like Nintendo systems. I like Nintendo games. I'm not an Xbox fan because being an Xbox fan isn't tied to the Xbox anymore. Yes. I'm an Xbox games fan. There are franchises, like, I will play Fable. 
I will play the new Halo. Yep. I will play... I'm going to be buying a lot of Microsoft's games. I'm not going to buy an Xbox to do it because my PC can run those games now. Yeah. And, and this is this is the thing. Like, I'm... More than anything, I'm a video game fan. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, for sure. <laughs> but I... Microsoft is going to get my money. I'm just not going to have the console in my house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and and Microsoft is being smart about that, and you know they understand that a lot of people do have the PC to run mm-hmm. it, and and that's how they're that's how they'll get your money instead. They did buy Bethesda for do we remember how much? Seven point four billion dollars. Billion. Yeah. Is that wrong? I'm pretty sure it was seven point four billion dollars. <laughs> Sixty nine viewers. Nice. Oh my god. Um, y'all, that raid was insane. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for sticking around. I, I need to I need to know. Uh, Microsoft bought Bethesda. Um, it is interesting though. Uh, yeah, seven point five billion dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's huge money. I knew it was big. I just forgot it was that big. We talked about it on this show. I know we did, and I was like, wait, that can't be. But it, okay. Um, right. going into the launch of these consoles, um, the Nintendo Switch had one of its best months in the last couple of years. The, yeah. They sold 793,000 Nintendo Switches in October, um, showing that even though Nintendo is not making the jump to next gen, mm-hmm. it is still competing heavily in this space, yeah. which is kind of wild. Mm-hmm. They're, they're doing a really, really good job. Um, and I just, I can't believe, I can't believe the Switch is doing that well, honestly. Yeah, I because the Switch is two years old now? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. No, 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 because I had it in Japan. And it came out the year before I was in Japan. So I think it's 2016 was the Switch. Uh, wow. Yeah. Um, four four years. years. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I mean, I definitely would have thought uh, seeing a rise in the um, uh, in the sales, maybe early quarantine, mm-hmm. like I- April, May, I would, de- I, w- I would expect a big jump. But October surprises me. Here's the thing. And, and here's what the Nintendo Switch has gotten right, that the other consoles sometimes don't Mm -hmm. the nintendo switch is a console that puts out games that everyone can play all year round that are built for their system yeah it's a great family console and well and it's also just a console where like you don't have to be connected to the internet all the time Mm -hmm. like you know what i love i love the playstation but a lot of those games i just i don't want to play with other people yeah, okay. Um, you know yeah. what I mean? I just want, like, N- Nintendo is putting out these really great single-player experiences mm-hmm. that work on this system that you can take with you. It's it's really just, it's really just, Nintendo Nintendo nails it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, like, I've, I've been talking for a while about doing, like, a Pokemon playthrough because I haven't played uh, the new ones, and... and I think I, I think I will. Like every time I think about it, I get excited, and so I guess I can understand why people are like, "Well, it's about to get cold. Um, I'm gonna buy myself a switch. I'm gonna get myself a switch to keep in the house. Um, because they, yeah, they have a plethora of games that you can play that are for all ages. Um, uh, yeah, you, David, one, two, three, in the chat says we couldn't get one in uh, April, May, so we bought one for oh our five year old for Christmas, and that's the thing. Like the the, oh, the switch. Interesting. First of all, that's a great gift, and your 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 kid is lucky as hell. But <laughs> you know, the the switch is the perfect, is the perfect like family Christmas thing. Yeah. You know, the PlayStation Five is the like give it to your your teenage boy to go play Call of Duty. 
Not not really. I know it's not that. I'm buying it to play Miles Morales. <laughs> no, but I know, I know. The the Switch is so the the Switch is it's just such a good system, and I'm so glad it's still doing well. I know where there's rumors that we're gonna get a Switch Pro next year, which I'm very excited about. Um, and you know I might have to buy, but um, classic. <laughs> you know that's life. Yeah, that's life. Uh, as a nerd, yeah. sometimes you buy things that your wife goes, yeah, okay. Like, all right, all right. We'll just apply for another credit card. It's all good. <laughs> uh, that is very interesting, though, the point of um, early Christmas sales. Because you know yeah. what? Y- yes. That actually makes a lot of sense. If you're not like us and you don't wait till last minute, you'd be buying Christmas gifts about now. Like- yeah. Yeah, and honestly, October is probably when a lot of people shop for Christmas. Yeah. Because you oh, don't, sure. like, you do not want to get caught up in Black Friday. Yeah. And I can't believe Black Friday is still happening this year. I, I can't believe it's not canceled. Yep, that's a big yikes. Big yikes. Yeah. Big ol' big ol' yikes. Yeah. Um, because you definitely can't play Miles Morales on the PS4. Here's the thing, Richard Sim, I don't we don't have a PS4. So we would have to buy that and then buy a PS5, so it doesn't make sense for us to buy both. Yeah, we just gotta we just gotta hold out for that PS5 whenever it is back in stock. Yeah, I'm not saying that I regret giving my PS4 to my friend Robbie, which is what I did. Um, but I'm not saying that I don't regret that. Mm-hmm. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> you heard it here first, Robbie. Um, all right, uh, so we, we, uh, I, I spoke about Tenet a little bit earlier. Yeah. Uh, cause we saw Tenet, we reviewed it, sort mm-hmm. of. We, we, we had a podcast about it. Yeah, Um, yeah. that was actually one of the most downloaded podcasts. Yeah, people were very interested in <clears throat> Tenet. Yeah, um, and, uh, <laughs> we in that podcast had complained that it was almost inaudible. Yes. You couldn't hear <clears throat> anything, and it was so incredibly frustrating, especially for a movie that is so dense and yeah. has so much exposition in it. Um, so I would like to read this quote from Christopher Nolan. Oh, lovely. I actually got calls from other filmmakers who would say, I just saw your film and the dialogue is inaudible. Some people thought maybe the music's too loud, but the truth was it was kind of the whole enchilada of how we had chosen to mix it. I was a little shocked to realize how conservative people are when it comes to sound, because when you can make a film that looks like anything, you can shoot on your iPhone, no one's going to complain. But if you mix the sound a certain way, or if you use a certain sub-frequencies, people get up in arms. It sounds, from that quote, like Christopher Nolan is complaining that people were upset that they couldn't hear the dialogue of his movie. Yeah. He's yeah. like, you can make a movie. My movie looks really good, but because you couldn't hear it, it was a problem. Oh my god. Get, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that is what it sounds like. <laughs> when other professional filmmakers are like, hey, dude, I couldn't understand your film. Yeah, literally, like, uh, yeah, dude, that's not, a, that's not a good look. That's not a good look. Like, we went and we, we really could not hear anything. <laughs> could and, not. <laughs> you know, as an audience member, sure, that's one thing. But if I'm another filmmaker and I'm going to and I'm saying, look, could not understand the dialogue, that's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're not complaining about the sub-frequencies. It's literally that we cannot hear the words that people are being spoken that are essential for us to understand what's going on in the, the movie. Because the, the majority of the script is exposition. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, the majority of the script is exposition. 80%. Yeah. And so, it, it really... It's just so funny that he's like, I'm so confused why people wanted to hear the dialogue. I don't understand. Yeah. Uh... That, yeah, that's an interesting hot take, Christopher Nolan. Um... <laughs> Why do these people want to hear the movie? 
Because I didn't go just to, like, look at pretty things. I came to, for a movie experience. Well, but that's the thing, right? Like, he makes the most... He makes the most visually stunning films. He really yeah. does. But yes. we are... We, it's, like, consistently audio issues. And I don't understand why... Dark Knight Rises, I went, um, when they released the first opening sequence of Dark Knight Rises in IMAX, mm -hmm. I lined up at the 72nd, or it's actually the 68th Street IMAX, um, in New York City. It's the biggest IMAX, uh, in New York City. And me and my friend Sid lined up for hours to watch nine minutes of a movie. And we sat down and the movie started and Bane came out in the plane and he was like, And literally, like, 500 nerds, all wearing matching Batman t-shirts, because everyone who showed up got a t-shirt, were sitting there going, yeah, this is good. This is what I wanted. I wanted the villain to not make sense. Mm-hmm, this is, this is freaking great. Everything is fine. Like... And thankfully, he listened to the... Oh, my God. The, the filmmakers listened to the feedback from that, and Thank they changed gosh. it, and they ADR'd, and they fixed Bane's dialogue. Good. Um, but... Wolf. For the love of God, Christopher Nolan needs to like just like get his audio under control. <laughs> yeah, like he should he should have. Yeah, you think this is what he he hires people to do is to make sure that it's understandable. Like yeah. I, I just, is it the people he's working with or is he just like, no, let's do it like this. Like I don't. I think I'm confused at how think, this happened. I think he's trying to go for an effect. Okay. And the problem is that I, I and that's honestly it. I think that he's brilliant. I and his movies are great. Dunkirk. Sure. Dunkirk is a masterpiece. Sure. Um, the Dark Knight is a masterpiece. Um, the Prestige is a masterpiece. This is a master at work. I think he's like, I I think he's trying to do something different. Yeah. And by doing something different, he's creating unpleasant at times audio yeah. moments because he's like well if the if because and there's a scene in tenant and this isn't a spoiler but there's a scene in tenant where there's a giant wheel on a boat and there's a conversation that happens next to this wheel and the conversation is impenetrable to listen to because the wheel is making all this noise yeah and i think that in his mind he's like well if the if the audience was actually on the boat right next to the conversation where the camera is they would hear the wheel this way and I think that he's trying to make yeah. it so real world <laughs> mm -hmm. um, in a way that is like smart and cool from a like nebulous point of view. On paper, it sounds really cool. Yeah. But in practice for the audience, it's just, oh, okay, it's I'm listening to a nightmare. giant wheel. Yeah. It's a, it's a nightmare. And that's kind of what all of Tenet was. Yeah. Like like a lot of the movie. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> Dr. Thatch, mm. I love the idea that, um, that he was like, well... If they can't really understand, it's not that the movie, like, doesn't make sense. It's that you just can't hear that it doesn't make sense. Because, <laughs> honestly, that movie was questionable. Qu questionable. And oh, fine. yeah, the science doesn't work. The, you know, the all. science doesn't work. But maybe he's like, if people can't hear it, they won't be able to understand it, and they won't be able to analyze it, and then nobody will And then know. Neil deGrasse Tyson won't be able to make a video... Explaining how wrong my movie is. Yeah. Um, that's a funny idea. I don't think that's it. I don't think that's it, but I just love that idea. <laughs> I think even Christopher Nolan would be like, obviously the science doesn't make sense. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. It's a yeah. cool movie. And, and honestly, it is a cool movie. I kind of I, I kind of want to watch it at home and see if like messing around with the audio settings in my TV, I can find a version of it that is better. That, yeah. 
Because, you know, like, there there are settings in modern televisions now where you can be, like, turn up the dialogue and reduce background noise. Yeah, here's the thing, though. I think we'd need, like, a more, prof- like, a sound bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, the, the, the audio coming, like, the TV audio is, like, well, you it's know. It's as yeah. she says. That's how it's I feel about that. I like having a sound bar. I, uh, we should get one. We will get one. We will when get one. When we have day. money. <clears throat> or a new credit card. to be fair at the beginning of tenant i he had a character that said don't try to understand that's right richard sim seven he did he did have a character be like "Eh, don't worry too much yeah literally exposition (laughs) hey audience all right y'all um we had said it is friday the 13th there is a new horror movie coming out today on vod it's called freaky and we'd said that we were going to watch it and we're going to react to it here Although so please join us. Did turn the audio off for those alerts. Oh my god, so, I can fix that from here. Um, okay. Talk, talk to you guys. Be entertaining. Yeah, yeah, guys, we have a new trailer to watch. Um, for those of you who are new to the morning show, you know we talk nerdy news, and part of that is when new trailers drop, um, we get to watch them together and experience them together for the first time. Um, James, Sutton, thank you for following, partici- and thank you for participating in chat. Um, those of you who have her, been, um, it's it's uh, it's really rain. fun. It's really fun to. Uh, get outside perspectives on the things that we're talking about. Because, you know, David and I could just chat and sure, it'd be fine. But what um, what is really exciting about it is bringing in your perspective to the show um, for, you know... uh, Bill Pickle, thank you for the biddies! Appreciate that! (coughs) Alright, buckle up! Alright, let's make this a little bit bigger. Yeah. Alright, y'all, here we go. This is uh, the new... um, New Vince Vaughn movie, Freaky. Is is the trailer going to be scary? Oh, no. Uh, it might be. Let's just uh, make... Oh, it's, oh, I understand. Yeah, make it a little bit smaller so that we can see your pretty face. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate you're, that. You're, you're, you're welcome. Good morning. Good morning. That's me, Millie. Ordinary, boring Millie. I love your dress. I think I saw it at discount from the hands of... <laughs> okay, so I was never the most popular. Hope comes this weekend. Booker is going to be at the dance. And boys never really noticed me. Aww. The hot blonde who never got noticed. I'd be one of the first ones to get killed. Cute, creepy dude in the mask. Like I said. Okay. Actually, it turns out. Where am I? I didn't get killed. Oh my god, what do I sound like that? I woke up in the killer's body. The Blissfield Butcher strikes again. Don't freak out. I think this is on times two speed. Oh no, it is. Alright, we're gonna slow it down, y'all, because I, I, we watch our YouTube we videos watch too our, fast. Yeah, we watch our YouTube videos um, not at normal speed. So we're just gonna... He's like a wolf in sheep's clothing. Who knows how many of our friends he's gonna kill? Are you sure this is safe? No. Oh Jesus! Oh, oh Jesus! I have like less than six hours to swap back, or I'm gonna be stuck in this body forever. Hurry up, loser! I gotta take a dump. I have to admit, it hasn't been all bad. I'm sorry, sir. I didn't mean to interrupt. I move. How's that feel? I'll make you wish your stupid face was never born. Oh my God! Did you just pee yourself? Yeah. Oh. This is hilarious. I'm actually really liking this for you. Smart, smart. Okay. Great. We're gonna get killed by murder, Barbie. That's your best friend you're talking about. I can't wait to kill you. 
stop this asshole. We're in this together. I want my body back. Come and get it. Look, I know I look like the butcher, but it's Millie. He's crazy. Okay, Booker, can you look at me, please? Booker! Dry up, bitch. Booker, help! Booker! Will you shut up? Jesus. Oh, wow. Wow, that looks like a lot oh of fun. Oh, my God. That looks like a lot of fun. That Holy crap. Not what I was expecting. I, I was like, oh, it's going to be a scary movie, and I'm not going to want to watch it. And, like, um... There's definitely some gore. Um, <clears throat> caviar dress. I love that the killer possessing the girl uh, has her amazing fashion sense. No, I think he meant gave her. Because she's dressed so poorly before he takes over her body. But, I like, I love that this... Caviar dress, I'm with you, um... I love that she improves how she dresses when the man takes over her body. Yeah. Um, she suddenly has like a killer red leather coat. Like she's like yeah. looking, she's looking All good. All right, that high pony. Um, I, it's it's the extension of like the '80s thing where they were like, oh god, like you need a makeover, and they would like take off the glasses. They were like, oh like, god, wow. if you just put your hair in a ponytail, bright red lipstick, bright red leather jacket, you're good to go. You can crush it. That's how boys notice you. <laughs> that where's makeup trope. and a snatched ponytail? Thank you, Captain Archer. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Wow, that was uh, not what I was expecting you, at all. You, David, one, two, three says I was in until the table saw. Yeah, that was a lot. That, yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that, yeah, wow. It's, it's interesting, right? Because it's a movie that, like, feels very funny for most of it, and then has violent gore. It feels kind of like Evil Dead in that sense. Interesting. Not yeah, that yeah, I've yeah. ever watched Evil Dead except, like, an episode of the show. Mm -hmm. But, like, that's what it feels like to me. Interesting, yeah. You know what? I, I agree with that. Okay. Um... Obviously, Evil Dead is very different. Um, just by age, you know, it, it totally, totally. lives in a different world. Um, but um, that comedy gore mm -hmm. genre. I also kind of love turning, like, when the serial killer's in her body, it kind of turns, like, what if Regina George was a serial killer? You know? Which is an interesting concept. Yeah. What, you know, what if, what if the most... Because obviously she she becomes a popular girl. I, I think it'll be part of the plot. It seems like yeah. that's part of the plot. Yeah. Um, the football boys start to like her. And I think it... Uh, yeah, that, that was really fun. Yeah. The, the, the woman falling and shattering was shocking to see. Well, and that's the thing. Like, um, Bad Hiding Place <laughs> is saying uh, the more realistic it is, the less <laughs> I want to see it. And I <laughs> kind of feel that. And, but that's what the trailer kind of was to me. It seemed like just crazy, wild, like, violence. But it, none of it, like, looked that realistic to me. Yeah. And so I feel like, I feel like it's actually something that I might uh, watch. What's up, Iggy? Hey, Iggy. Um, yeah, Mean Girls 3, <laughs> Regina's Revenge. Was there that. a Mean Girls 2? Yes. There was a Mean Girls 2, but it didn't have any of the same characters in it. What? Yeah, it was like a new group of people. It's basically the same movie, but with different actors, and it was not as good. That's insane. Yeah. Um, that's really insane. I can't believe I never knew that. Yeah. Um, and everyone says it was bad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't watch it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I would love a Mean Girls 2 now. Like, I would love if you got that entire cast back In at the like age they're at now. 30s, 40s, like... And, like, they do it all again... Some like somehow, the, but like at the country club, like no, I would even be, uh, like they all end up somehow working on. They work for different companies, yeah, but they end up working on a project together, 
so like their companies are working on something and they have to like come together and like work together again and Katie Heron is like the queen bee of her like of this project she like owns like a wedding planning company and she hires like that she she unbeknowing like doesn't know that she hires Gretchen and Karen and Regina as like Mm -hmm. vendors or something to do with the wedding Regina George has to be the wedding planner for Katie Heron's wedding (laughs) <laughs> mean girls too. Oh no, we're my. we're so wrong. Cappy Archer in the chat has the better idea. They're all moms now on the PTA hating each other. What's the PTA? The Parent Teacher Association. Oh, like okay, okay, yep, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. yep. That mm-hmm. Cappy Archer nailed it because they yeah. go back to the same high school. Yeah, it's Mean Girls, but the PTA that is. Does brilliant. anyone have a Tina Fey's number? Because like we have an idea. Um, if, if you have her number, drop it in the chat, please. We'd like I to, actually, uh... I actually know her babysitter. Of course you do. Um, I know, uh, I, I know the woman who babysits her kids. Well, guys, we're, uh, we're gonna go chat with Tina Fey. We're gonna go call her up. We're, we're just gonna go See if we can up. get Lindsay Lohan back in a movie <laughs> instead of running her Greek, um, resort. Yeah, how much do you think, uh, Rachel McAdams is gonna cost now that she's, like, uh... Canadian star. We would have to pay her Marvel money. We would literally have yeah. to pay her Marvel Cinematic Universe money. Yeah. That's she's, okay. We can make this happen. She's going to be She's gonna be in that... I, or at least I hope she's in Multiverse of Madness. I liked her in the first Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. She's interesting. I think she's great. I think that I'll always love her in everything because um, quote number 69 is what's a PTA. <laughs> Very funny. Very funny chat. Oops. Um, I think um, ever since um, About Time... I'm just going to be in love with her for forever. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Broken Hearts of the Chat says she's my favorite actress. I'm assuming you've seen About Time. Uh, that movie, if you haven't seen it, Donald Gleason, Bill Nighy, and Rachel McAdams I, uh, are I the leads of that film. I know you haven't. We need to watch it. It is... It really is one of the most stunning movies about love, family, fatherhood, and romance in a way that it just, it really, I've seen it many times, and it blows me away. Oh, we could watch that for the November Patreon. Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah, guys. My mom would love that. It's her favorite movie. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, um, we do a movie watch along with some of our patrons mm-hmm. every month. Um, we might have more than one in December just for Christmas, yeah. but for November, we actually have not chosen the movie yet. Yeah. Um, so that, I would be, I would be down to watch that. And that's for everyone at our ten dollar and above tier on the Patreon. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I would, I would really, I would really love that. That sounds that that sounds very nice. To, yeah. That's like the feel good movie of the year. Every yeah, year. and maybe we can get your mom in on this one. Ooh, that'd be fun. <laughs> um, y'all, I think that is where we're going to call it for today. That was the news. That was the news. Yeah. We we missed some some smaller stuff, but um, you know, I I'm happy that we talked about the stuff that we did talk about. Me too. I'm very excited for WandaVision. Yes, yeah. I, I am as well. Like, um, probably, I'm probably more excited for WandaVision than most other upcoming things right now. Really? More excited for it than Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, more excited for it than, like, you know, we've watched some movie trailers where I'm like, oh, that's cool. But, like, WandaVision d- takes the cake for me right now. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I am also very excited to keep trying to buy a PS5. I failed, but I'm hoping that it can happen. Yeah, we, we will, we're going to try, try, get that PlayStation... And, um, yeah, this is a fun show. This is a fun morning. Daniel Sloss 
You messed... You mad lad. You messed everything up. You uh, broke it. You broke the stream. You broke it. Uh, thank you so much for that raid. That was truly incredible. Kate, thank you for bringing them over. Yeah. Um, and thank you to everyone who followed and who stayed and who supported. Um, this was... Uh, this was... This was really... This was really incredible. Um, we're definitely going to go check out his channel as well. It's Daniel Sloss, uh, Dagon. It's uh, S-L-O-S-S. I believe, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, so... <laughs> So we're definitely going to go check him out. Um, oh, Shin, actually, before we get out, Shin mentions that there are glitches. There are glitches. Oh, if yeah. you have a PS5, be very careful. If you have an Xbox One or Xbox Series X, be very careful. Two things. The Xbox Series X, the first time you turn it on, you have to connect it to the internet. If you don't connect it to the internet the first time you turn it on, you can never make it work ever. True story. PlayStation 5, if your games start to ring eternally... I'm so pale. Um, you have to factory reset the system. So both Today, systems have Snow is crippling much of the Washington oh, lowlands. wow. That's awful. Kate, thank you for gifting a sub to Daniel. That was very kind. <laughs> um, and y'all, that's going to be it for the show today. Uh, as always, uh, please, it is Movember. Please uh, head over to my link anywhere you can find on the internet. I'm posting it everywhere. Head over to my link. Uh, later today, I'm going to be posting a YouTube video about why I am supporting Movember. Uh, so go give that a watch. It's very personal. It's, it's, it's very personal. It's about my personal health. Uh, so um, please be mindful of that. Um, and um, I hope that you'll give that a watch uh, and consider donating to Movember. Mm -hmm. We also are going to be streaming this weekend. Uh, I am going to be streaming. Well, you're not. Yeah, you'll be streaming. I yeah, Skyrim Saturday tomorrow. Uh, more of our Night King build, which I'm really really excited for. Um, so I'll be I'll be on uh, tomorrow about 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm going to be streaming Sunday night. Uh, that was going to be a Valhalla uh, stream, but now it is going to be a stream sponsored by Ruin Two Decapitation Edition. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be playing that, and it's going to be a good time for all. Uh, and so we will be doing some Star Wars Squadrons first uh, to warm up. Mm -hmm. uh, so we are going to have uh, Star Wars Sunday, and then we're going to go into um, uh, some Ruin 2 later on. Ew, David, thank you for subscribing. <laughs> thank you for subscribing, you David123. Uh, and we'll be back next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, every day, 10 a.m. Eastern, here at the Nerdy Nightly Twitch channel, doing the nightly morning show. Yeah. And we're very excited. Thank you so much, everyone who's here. And as we always say... My name's David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. Do something nerdy tonight. Bye-bye.